This is a podcast from Rover. The most follically challenged show on radio. The Morning Rumble Catch-Up Podcast. It's on tonight on 3 at 7.30. Matchbit returns. If I don't do anything about my health now, I'm just going to be another statistic. I want to be around for my records. Our rugby legends return. One of the greatest players of all time. Biggest challenge yet. You're in good shape. I'm not sure. <laughs> Brought to you by Woodbanks. Does anyone got any injuries? <laughs> <laughs> All new match fit kicks off Wednesday, June 8 on 3 and 3 now. It's back. So, Sir Graham Henry and Sir Wayne Shalford bring together a team of former All from the late 90s, early 2000s. One of them's with us who is in season two. He's new to season two. Glenn Osborne, mate. Good morning hey. to you. Hey, good morning. Hey, great to be on the show here tonight, uh, this morning. But obviously, I only come to see Andrew because he's the legend of the rock, gentlemen. <laughs> you tell us about <laughs> yeah. you tell us, Glenn, about your connection with one Andrew Mulligan. Well, man, we, we did a little work back in the day, and he said, "If you stay with me, Oz, you'll be a champion." And obviously, I left the week after. So. <laughs> I'm only a policeman now. I'm not a big star. You came from an okay All Blacks team, the Incomparables of 96. Yeah. Two years later, we rub shoulders. And yeah. I don't know what happened to you, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just become a policeman. That's all. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Serving my community, serving my country. That's, that, that's what it's all about. That's great. Hey, obviously, you know why I'm here this morning to talk yeah. about this show. Well, what a, what a journey it has been. Obviously, with COVID, it took a little bit longer than normal. But uh, the Match Fit Show, which yep. shows tonight at 7.30 on yes. Channel 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you watch it. We, I can't wait to see the first show. Now, it's, it's a lot of personal stuff within the show, but with a lot of humour as well. And we talk about what happens after rugby. And some of the changes in, in, in the boys' lives, from being the big stars yeah. to, to basically not having anything. Yeah. And yeah. their journey that transformed them into where they were. And a lot of us, well, I won't say me, but yeah, a lot of us got into an area of what you, I suppose you could say depression. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we talk about it openly. Back in the day, it wasn't talked about so willingly. Yeah. But obviously, with JK leading the way yeah. uh, a few years ago, and then with um, you know Buck Shelford and them coming through, uh, we we talk about it openly in the show, and it, and it is so good because we know that depression is is a, a d- disorder, and sometimes we can't always cure it, yeah. but we can manage it in some way. Do you think it leaves a lot of the younger generation, like the new generation of players now, in a lot better place, uh, given the fact that there is clearly so much more discussion, so much more done in and around it. Does it help them if their careers finish earlier than what they'd like to? Because you seem to see more of that lately with how much bigger the the um, guys and girls are, you know, with the mm. collisions and all of that. Um, unfortunately, some careers end a lot earlier. Yeah, the, the, the good thing... The discussion around it, you know? Yeah, the good thing about sport these days is I've come to understand the journey after sport. So, like the New Zealand Rugby Union, they're putting things in place for those younger ones if they finish rugby early. They, they teach them financial security. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. teach them what they can do. They try and get them into work before they finish rugby because that's where the, we, we, we want to try and get that prevention strategy in place before it happens. Like We didn't have that back in the day. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to jump onto the television career thing. you know. But a lot of the other boys, they didn't. Yes, I mean, you jumped into Crowd Goes Wild with Miles. Mm, you were the first, things. yeah, you're one of the first hosts or reporters, reporters on mm. Crowd Goes Wild. Yeah, and I was lucky. 
You know, I yeah. was very lucky to, to work do with Miles or <laughs> Well I think to know what sakes you have to admit Miles he's been there sixteen yeah, I, years I on that yeah. show. It's still Man, going. That is fantastic. It's phenomenal. It's yeah. like country calendar, mate. It's like that old. So I take my hat off to him, mate. You can't argue with that. No, you look, know, it's amazing. No, it is. It talking is. about amazing. Yeah. We've got amazing boys that have been yeah. on the show with us. Yeah. You know, I, I missed out on the very first show. I had a couple of operations on my shoulder, yeah. but I was lucky enough to be in the journey with the boys. You know, we've got Aroni Clark, Pretty Wepu, yeah. Brad Mika. We've got characters like Charlie Reichelman. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and they yeah. bring the show's atmosphere to another level. Yeah. Corey Flynn's another one. He, yeah. drove, he traveled up from Christchurch all yeah, the time. We, we know Corey well. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a awesome. good man. Yeah. He's a good man. But well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we also look at our other guys, you know, um, and one of them plays a really big part of the show because he was probably the biggest and the most overweight person yeah. that needed to get back on track. Yeah. And that's our good mate who uh, passed away, I know. Uh, Inga Tuiamala. Yeah. So um, a big part of the yeah. show is about him, and, and it's fantastic because his, his family – they're back in the show. Yeah. They, they love right. it, and and it is, it's a show that's got, it's authentic. Yeah, you know. What did you say when they asked you to join the second series <laughs> of Match Fit? Well, obviously, when they asked me, I was a bit dodgy about it because I knew that uh, the rest of the boys, well, I wouldn't say over overweight, but they had been carrying a little bit of yeah. extra weight on them, and obviously. My uh, composition of my body, mm. I don't hold that. So I was always wondering why they were asking me to be on the show. And basically, it came down to just straight out, I had a, a few mental problems. That's what they reckon. Just <laughs> a bit of a laugh. <laughs> for a bit of a laugh. You know? So, so well, I went with the show, and obviously, the show's been successful. Yeah. And, but, and I'm not saying it's been successful because of myself, <laughs> but probably a high likelihood of that. <laughs> for those who haven't seen it, and it is a great watch, there'd be, I mean, you'd probably, I'm probably right in saying some of these plots players really haven't exercised since they stopped playing rugby. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you, you got um, we, you got guys that are carrying weight like 160 yeah. kilos. Yeah. That is a lot of weight. Some got up to 180, you know? Yeah. Wow. But they lost so much weight during the show, yeah. and it was good not just for their physical self, but obviously their mental mm. side of the whole show. Well, yeah. it's interesting you say that, because I'm just looking at it here, and Sir Ted, Sir Graham Henry, he said that the health message conveyed in this season is more important than ever, mm. delves deeper into the physical and mental challenges that men face uh, today. So, I mean, those two, they completely linked, aren't they? Physical, oh, your physical health with yeah. your mental health. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, even as a, a top sportsman, okay, if you're physically fit, it makes it certainly helps you with the mental side of it, you know, because you're always got, you're always working hard, you're always using your head all the time, and this is just expressing one way of getting that message out there about just keeping not you don't have to be a superman like myself or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you can you can be lower than that and be someone that's like, not like so me. Fit. like like Charlie Reichelman for example you know? you know when you get these sort of guys and and you build you build that camaraderie through the show yeah. you know we have the characters here we got yeah. Brad Mecker he's so funny Charlie yeah. Reichelman well yeah. we all know him he's a classic and he's entertainment yeah. all in itself. Uh, we had Rico Gear. Yeah. He was still sharp and still looks like mm. Hercules. Yeah. And also Corey Flinney, 
he was flying up from Christchurch to be on the show, and what a what a big positive uh, yeah. man he is. And obviously, last and uh, a person who's who's inspiration in mm. our hearts is is Mr. Inga Tuigamala. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what a tra- tragic yeah. passing that was. Mm. Um, yeah, what a what a what a huge smile and force he was. Uh, I can't wait to see how well he's represented mm. on the show. We uh, had Caleb Clark, obviously son of Ronnie Clark, uh, on the show last week, and he was he was saying from what he gathers at the show does a really good job of um, obviously having him on and then uh, celebrating his life and, and remembering him. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. What what a great force he was, right? Mm. Now mm. you obviously know Anger, and he was on the show, and we're going to get to see that with Match Fit, which starts tonight. Mm. Glenn Osborne with us in the studio now. You also in the nineties. Um, a famous, famous All Black team, right? Miles was alluding to it before, but you were with another great winger who we mm. sadly lost, the big man um, for, for mine, you know, the greatest of all time, Jonah Lomu, yeah. um, who would have been, I think, 47 a mm. couple of weeks back, um, passed away, I think, in his, you know, 41 or so. What was Jonah like? You played with him at his absolute peak. He changed rugby. He did. Yeah, he, he did. And <clears throat> I still think back. And I can recall this this memory so clearly when he runs over Mike Cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he scores this magnificent try, and he's standing, he's he's on the ground, and I'm throwing my arms up in the air, and everyone thinks I'm like, yeah, you're so excited, yeah. Oz, and I say, no, no, I was yelling at him, pass the bloody ball to me, mate. You know, so I, he is a very good friend of mine, Jay. You know, and we and we did lots of stuff together, yeah. and. Wow, he he would have been so good on the show with us yeah. as, as well. And him and Inga, they they are great players. Yeah, they are great wingers, mm. you know. And it, it <clears throat> sometimes when I think about the passing of my two mates, you know, it I it, it's really hard to talk about sometimes. You know, when you lose somebody that maybe if they had assistance and help beforehand mm. to getting mm. these, you know, um. Oh, how do I say these medical conditions? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. we could have we could have yeah. helped them, you know, yeah. be on this on this part of yeah. the earth yeah. for a little bit longer. Yeah. So, yeah, I um, yeah, I, I think about them all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this show it portrays such a wonderful man. Yeah, and it portrays all That's the boys awesome. in a yeah. very very good way because the show is is not just. Not just inspiring, but it's it's quite emotional too. Yeah, great. Well, it's been great to have it you. Has. It's been so good to have you in. Yeah. Oh, Thank I you so love much being in here, mate. <laughs> yeah, just Miles. He's 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 my idol. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, God. I, I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> I don't want to tell you guys. Glenn <laughs> <laughs> Osborne, former All Blacks. So good to have you in and match fit on tonight. You're on it, of course. Seven thirty on three. Thanks so much, mate. Thanks. Uh, enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn Osborne. That was the Morning Rumble Catch Up Podcast. Catch them weekday mornings from six.